If it's your first time listening to She Is Becoming, welcome to the show. We are a podcast of multi-generational women studying God's word together, dedicated to being transformed by the renewing of our mind. You can find us on whatever podcast platform you typically use, as well as on the Grace Church app and website. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at She Is Becoming Podcast so we can pray with you, engage with you, and sometimes we give away free stuff, so you definitely want to be following us. Well, I am your co-host, Lady, the free stuff. I mean, you just got to plug it yeah, every time. Yeah, every time. I know. I know. <laughs> well, I'm your co-host, Delaney. I'm joined by my co-host, Bev. And today, Bev, we are super pumped to introduce a very special guest. She's a wife. She's a mom. She's our podcast boss. And she's actually my mom. So <laughs> welcome to the show, Sherry Dobbs. Thank you very much, daughter and Bev. We're so happy to have you, Sherry. This has been a long time I coming. Know. We're excited for this today. And we can't wait to get to know you better. Oh, thank so many you. people in the church. It's a very large church. It's a large listening audience to this podcast. And to get to know you is going to be a real treat. So I, we are anxious to hear your story and your vision for this podcast. And we really want to hone in on the topic of purpose today. Mm-hmm. So from God's word, we know that every believer has a purpose. We know that God's purpose for our lives is good And we know that those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose, Romans 8, 28. We also know that God's purpose for our lives is a life or death matter. Mm -hmm. From Matthew 28, the Great Commission, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age." Your response to the gospel is life and death. We know that God's purpose for our lives, it can be in a general way that reads fear and fear God, keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man from Ecclesiastes. We also know that God's purpose for our lives, excuse me, is also specific. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands, from Psalm 138. So Sherry, can you tell us about the first time you really recognized that God had a specific purpose for you? Sure, I would love to share. Women love to share, don't they? Yes, so. we do. <laughs> well, you you know, it's interesting. The first time I felt a specific purpose from God was right after I came to Christ as a sixth grader. And a woman mentor in the church told me that I needed to read the Bible so I could know Christ and love God and know what he says. And so um, I started a Bible study. Yeah, that's cool. I know. In high school. Sixth grade. Sixth grade. Sixth grade. Oh, wow. Sixth grade. Okay. So she said, be in a Bible study. So I listened to her. And this is where I started, Genesis. And I actually had no idea what I was reading, especially when I got to the begats. And I told all my friends, like, this is what we're supposed to do. And we needed to read the Bible. So I started a Bible study. And I felt this real sense of purpose that that God was going to use me to help my friends like I had been helped to hear the truth from God. Wow. I like that, too. You started at Genesis. I feel like sometimes people start, like, I don't know, maybe John or, like, different chapters. But you started from the beginning. I feel like there's something definitely special about that. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah, it gives you just like a better sense of 
the whole Bible, Bible as a whole, yep. instead of just like the New Testament. So that's super cool. Um, and also that you're in sixth grade, you little overachiever, you. <laughs> um, well, what do you think um, God's purpose for you has been in this season of your life now? Well, let me let me think about that. Let, if you don't mind, I'd like to share kind of what God's been saying to me and yeah. kind of go into that. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I've been in a season of empty nesting. Uh-huh. Oh, and surprisingly, <laughs> it's been really hard for me. And, you know, my husband, <clears throat> Troy, your father, mm-hmm. is yelling hallelujah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no that offense. Like him, actually. <laughs> no offense. And I'm kind of walking around the house, like complaining because there's really nothing to clean up and no one to correct. And I'm feeling a tad depressed because there's really no reason to go to the grocery store. Yeah. And so seriously, I never, uh, I never dreamed that this transition would be so difficult And I really have been wondering about my purpose. I never thought of my life being wrapped up in my children, but being mom has been my rhythm for 24 years. Yeah. And honestly, I feel a little wobbly Mm -hmm. in this season, and it's something I just never expected. Um, I would say, especially in the morning, I've felt a desolation. Um, So just talking about um, this season and my purpose, what is God saying to me right now? I would say he's saying some victories are slow moving. Um, there are certain trials and certain things that we go through that that really do take a while to experience victory. And I'm a fixer and I'm a, okay, let's get through this. What's next? Yeah. And um, I've been in the Psalms and that's exactly where I need to be. And God just keeps saying some victories are slow and coming, but wait on me and remain faithful. Mm-hmm. And so that's part of kind of where I am right now, um, that um, God is actually showing me that in this season in my life, my purpose really and truly is the same. Yeah, that's such a word, though, for moms. And like, I don't know, even I think as a wife, like you get so wrapped up in who you are in relation to somebody else. And you forget that God's purpose is actually for you. And it's not only like this purpose that you have, you know, raising your children, but there is like also, you know, a different purpose, which I think is cool that you brought that up because I think we definitely relate to that, Bev, you know. We well, do. Totally. We do. And I'm an empty nester and have been for many years, and it was an adjustment. But I must say, God keeps calling me back to my central purpose in life, and I go back to that again and again because just think of all the circumstances that have happened in the last couple of years with the pandemic and the riots and all that, and I keep going back to the Lord. What's my purpose, Lord? How do you want me to respond here? What's my purpose? And he always takes me back to the essential purpose of my life, and um, that is a real comfort. My essential purpose is to love God, love others, teach his word, continue being faithful in spreading his word, truth. So, I, I just go back to that and I have peace. Right. right. Well, and purpose keeps you grounded. Right. Right. It reminds you who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. That, like, I know what I'm supposed to do. Like, this is my mm-hmm. purpose. That general, I'm supposed to share the gospel. I'm supposed to glorify God. And that's reminding me who I am at the same time. It right. does. And, and it's apart from being a wife or a mom. Agreed. It, it really is a unique individual call on each person. But, Sherry, I want to ask you, what about the sister that feels purposeless? What would be your advice or maybe there's a sister who's trying to differentiate between God's purpose for their lives versus something they're passionate about. What's your advice? You have a lot of wisdom. True. Well, I would start by, well, thank you. I don't know about that. But <laughs> I would start by saying um, 
You have a purpose in your very existence. You are an image bearer created in the image of God. Mm-hmm. Um, therefore, in Christ, you never lose your purpose. Mm-hmm. And so one thing I've focused on in this season um, is my salvation. I'm recounting it again and again and again. And I need to go deep and like really drink deeply from that spring of salvation. Like I am declared not guilty. I am adopted into his family. So I would say, sister, remember that through the sacrifice of the son, you are fully restored. You have been fully reconciled to the God of the universe. So God's purpose is to change you more into the image of his son. He's renewing you. He's conforming you into his image. And, you know, interestingly, I just had a dream last night, and I told my husband this morning, I dreamed that I was on a Division I um, women's basketball team. Oh, wow. Wasn't that your dream, <laughs> like, it. as a child? I, I love it. I, I love know. It. And I, like, I, like <laughs> oh, woke yes. up, like, really stoked. But um, interestingly, it was kind of a hybrid dream because I was actually picked to be on the team because of what I was good at at the time of when I played. But I had kind of my my body now and stamina. Oh, love so, that. So I kept thinking, like, if I go into the game, like, I know my purpose and I know my role because that's why they picked me. And my role is to stir things up. My role is to um, come in and agitate and to change the rhythm of the game. And yet I kept thinking, but I can hardly even like make it up the stairs at Grace Church. You know, you go all the way up to that top floor. Like I can, I'm up at the top floor and I'm like, (gasps) I'm like, there's no way I'm going to do it. I I can't do it. I'm 23 and I feel the same way. So it's not just you. How is this going to happen? And so I mentioned it to Troy and he was just laughing and he said, hey, that's such a good word for purpose, isn't it? Facts. And I was like, yeah, like stay in your lane like know your identity yeah who are you that's where it starts who that's where you you start the conversation on purpose isn't it your identity in christ that leads to purpose totally and so to that sister who's disheartened or feeling like life is spinning out of control or she's in a transition like i am and she has no idea what she's doing or how this will turn out i would say like remember God's mercies are new every morning. He is faithful. He has designed you, and he always has a purpose for you. Mm -hmm. So know know who you are in Christ in your capacity. Yeah. What do you guys think, like, um, how do you kind of, like, tell what your purpose is? Like, I know purpose can be kind of different each season, but how do you, like, distinguish, like you said, like, what am I just really passionate about and what's, like, this is God's purpose for me? Well, I've always found the two kind of come together Mm. because even though I may have a lot of energy for something else other than what God's purpose is for me, I always come back to God's purpose for me. Mm -hmm. And that's that's my source of security. That's my direction. Um, So that's very helpful. But I think it's it's not um, unusual for people to kind of wonder about what their purpose is. I think it would be helpful to write it down, what you think your purpose is in the Lord. And it has a lot to do with your spiritual gifting, your capacity, your skill set, obviously what you love to do. You know, that whole question, like if you could do anything all day and in it or maybe even as a vocation and you could do it all the time and you would love it so much you didn't you wouldn't even need to be paid. Right. Like what would it be? What is it that just brings you great passion and joy and zeal? And and I think that's kind of a qualifying question. But 
you know, are in different seasons, we are focusing in on different things. And so for me in this season, one of the things that God has for me is to, to be the women's ministry director. And so I, I never dreamed that that's something I would do, Yeah, you know, and you would have asked me years ago, like, what's your purpose and what are you doing? Yeah. And what are you going to do? It would never, ever have been, I think one day I'm going to be a women's ministry director. Yeah. No. And so I would say that his ways are higher than mine. His thoughts are higher than mine. And then even though I've never dreamed of it, um, I never wanted to do it. I never wanted to work with women like that. When the leadership asked me, my husband was like, I think it's a great idea. What do you think? And, and this was the season that was right for it. Mm -hmm. And it was a fit for our family. And I wanted to do it. Yeah, That said a lot. Mm -hmm. I wanted to work with women. I wanted to help and invest and love sisters. Yeah, so your purpose is kind of like something that you never really thought that you would do, but in this season of your life, <laughs> that's and that's crazy to me because I feel the same way about you even doing this podcast. Yeah. Like I never thought I would do anything revolving speaking right. every, and like, no, like that was a hard no for me. But I also love that like, your specific purpose is always informed by the general purpose. So yes. it's, it's, it's make disciples, it's glorify mm -hmm. God, it's share the gospel, but there's just so many different ways of doing it. And so I think that's what makes it specific is like, mm -hmm. we all have the same common goal, but I'm just going to do it over here in this Avenue and you're going to do it over there, Totally, which is super cool. Totally. How uh, do you know if you're not living in God's purpose for your life, Sherry? That's a good question. How do you know that you're not living in God's yeah. purpose? What would be some indications uh, in case someone is listening, yeah. struggling, going back and forth? Well, totally. Um, it, you know, to, to start with, it would be, um, is, this, is this a precept or principle in Scripture? Hmm. So, like, if I'm doing something that's anti-Bible or, or not in alignment hmm. with God's word and his truth, then you know, you're going to be really um, convicted or weary or exhausted or feeling just guilty or just at odds with yourself. And so I would say, you know, out of the intimacy of being in the word, that's when we discern what our next steps are. And so I always start out that whole process with what what is the real question? So when it comes to purpose, because sometimes we think, okay, what's my purpose? What's my, you know, if I was in Hawaii, I think I could live out my purpose much easier. You yeah, know, you know what I mean? a wife and mother. <laughs> I think so right? too. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. So really, I just, what's the question lurking below? Like, what am I really asking? Or what I, do I really need to ask? And so sometimes it's not about like, okay, I just think if we moved. Or I think if we just did this. Or if I just got the kids out of the house. Or if I... No, it's what is really going on in your soul. And that's kind of where I start. Like, does, does what you're thinking align with the word? Um, is, it, is, it a, is it valid? Like, this, is, this is, goes along with the gospel call in your life. Um, and then just make sure that you have sober judgment with yourself and that there's not something really, you know, lurking below that really needs to be addressed. Like mm -hmm. motives, maybe? Yeah, your yeah. motives, mm -hmm. your own personal pain, your own personal, like, season of life, and you're just really 
um, dissatisfied mm-hmm. or sin, like that you've been in a situation where you've been sinning against the Lord. And really, that's what needs to be taken care of. Right. That's your purpose, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel you. You know yeah. what I mean? Totally. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. That, I like that you said that because motives, underlying sin, like mm-hmm. taking care of that first, those yeah. things are really like can inhibit you from um, discerning God's voice and just what his next, you know, steps are for your purpose. Yeah, it goes back to you could be disappointed because you're not doing something in this particular season you thought you'd do. Um, You got to get your eyes back, and this is what I said at the beginning, back on the gospel, Mm -hmm. back into your salvation and who you are. And so from there, I feel like in the intimacy with the Lord, he will guide you. Mm -hmm. Like I never dreamed I would say yes to coming in as a women's ministry interim director. Mm -hmm. Never. I think one way he guides us, too, in our purpose is we will hit roadblocks and frustrations. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, being upset and uh, just so on edge about all that, realize this is how God guides. He's closing doors, and so you step back, you, you see the frustration, and you wonder, am I really doing the purpose that God has called me to? Or am I trying to please someone else in this purpose? Am I trying to be somebody I'm right. not? Um, so it, you got to step back. That frustration and those hitting those walls is God's grace. It's his mercy. Totally. It, it's really hard when you also think that you should do something. Yeah. Like, I really I should. should. Yeah, the that's shoulds. the key word there. I should, I should. And it's really um, our, our shepherd is a wise shepherd. He's a good right. shepherd. And through that intimacy with the Lord and, and just a desire in your own heart, like this is the kind of love I have for him. I have a love that is a um, purposeful, intentional love, and it's mm. an exclusive love. Yeah. I want to hear his voice mm-hmm. and he will shepherd me. I need to be in this word mm-hmm. and I need to be with him to know the next step. Right. I also feel like there can be like a hierarchy of purpose we feel like where we feel like, oh, when I have a bigger platform, then Mm. my purpose is more important than your purpose. And I feel like that can be so harmful and it can actually like prevent us from living out like the purpose that God has for us in a season. Because like right now, especially like right now I'm a mom and I just got married and I if I wanted to like just worry about my platform, I could like put those things on the back burner, even though I know right now, like this is God's purpose for me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's also something we can really like distinguish. But I also think we should open a dialogue about how important purpose is. Um, Proverbs twenty nine eighteen says that where there is no vision, the people perish. So without like this divine revelation from God, people are let loose per se. And what, uh, the hermeneutic of the word is perish. And, um, without next steps from God, we are left to our own demise. So it is like so crucial to hear from God about what our purpose is. And so having a purpose is innate in you and integral to who you are. So what do you guys think about the importance of purpose and how crucial it is to to hear from God about our purpose? Well, without purpose, I don't have (laughs) energy to do what he's called me to do. Mm -hmm. I I keep that purpose in the forefront, and that spurs me on. Mm -hmm. And it gives me direction. When all the different opportunities come my way, I can say yes and no to whatever it is, knowing my central purpose. Mm -hmm. It gives me such peace to know my purpose um, according to biblical standards, like you said, Sherry, you know, first of all is to love and glorify God and then to be involved in getting that gospel out. I mean, 
These are such beautiful, important things, and they don't have to be exclusive to a specific type of ministry. Sometimes women get very dissatisfied with the ministry of teaching their kids <laughs> the scriptures, right. yeah. um, sharing a verse with a friend when you're going on a walk. They think it has to be something large and something very formal in order to have a true mm. purpose. But I see many people have the purpose of the daily um, ministry mm-hmm. that comes their way, uh, and that that is not less important um, we have to follow his direction and stay focused and be at peace. And just ask, Lord, if if this is not my purpose, if you have another purpose, make, make it evident to me. You know, you have to pray mm-hmm. and seek him for this. Totally. And I think there are times, too, that you do feel purposeless in, you know, a particular season that's a really stressful or hard season, especially if you've experienced death or a deep, deep disappointment. Um, and and you need to express all that to Lord to the Lord. You your feelings are a gauge, um, but I'm I'm just constantly reminded that they're not they're not my guide either. Um, so I need to cling to the truth that you know my purpose hasn't changed in the midst of whatever it is. The, right. the mission has not changed. No, but God uses those <gasps> types of emotional experiences yes. or heartaches, trials. Yes. He uses it to further our purpose. Again, mm-hmm. we go back to the verse, always for our good. He's furthering the purpose. I look back on the really black areas of my life, and I really see how that's what helped me identify my purpose. Absolutely. That's what he uses, the suffering, the pain. Mm -hmm. And so our job is to cling to him, to hang on. And when we don't feel purpose, we keep aiming our life at his glory. We we remain faithful. Even when it's hard, you some days, you know, right. You trust. And there are days you don't even feel like you can get out of bed, but you're like, okay, Lord, keep me in the book. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. keep me in the book, yeah. keep my energy going, keep, keep me strong because I have no strength. And, and I've just learned that, that in the midst of that too, I need to keep my focus on who he is. If I focus too much on me, I start to forget my purpose. Right. Yeah. I just get, I just get all twisted up in me. Um, and and so, comparing yourself oh to others. Or, I mean, yes. that's a real fault I feel with most of us women. I include myself in this group. So easy to c- compare it. And um, you can't compare purposes. I mean, go to the scriptures. That's where you want to have the measuring line. Yeah, yeah that's, and that's what Paul teaches us, right? Like right. when he was bound, like he was held captive, but the gospel was not held captive. Right. And so my purpose in the midst of my suffering or pain is still to advance the gospel. And that brings a, a type of peace and joy um, that is satisfying and deep. Yeah. And can we just talk about like how transformative it is to hear like there is a purpose for your yeah, life. That's so good, Delaney. Like how transformative is totally. that? Totally. Like especially when you're talking to people who don't have um, any kind of belief in Christ, like for them to hear that and that they're not walking around aimlessly or like that they don't have to be yeah, walking around right, aimlessly. Right, right. <laughs> like that is transformative. Totally. It really is. It's so important to know that purpose. Um, if I didn't know my purpose, I think I would be just hitting the wall on 12 different walls all the time, yeah. trying mm-hmm. to trying to find what makes me feel good, what's meaningful, where, you know, when you feel a purpose from God, that takes all that out of it. You you don't need to be bouncing around looking for meaning in life, looking for, you know, who you are and all that. It's all found in the Lord. Yeah. Right. So 
Another question that we wanted to ask you too, mom, was what do you think is the purpose like of our women's ministry and of this podcast? Like you are the director. What's what's the vision? What's the purpose? Well, it's very clear. The purpose of women's ministry is that women fully understand the gospel of Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. and that they live it out. Um, You know, not every church has a women's ministry, but we have one because we want our women Um, to treasure Christ. We have four corner pillars. We want our women to treasure Christ more than anything through the word. We want them to experience intimacy because that's where there's victory. That's where there's hope when they understand the truth of the gospel. So we treasure Christ. Um, The second T is that we take in the word. You know, we don't just do Bible studies, but we're hearing the word, we're reading the word, we're internalizing the word. So we're memorizing it and we're thinking deeply on it. We're studying the word and then we take action. So we actually live out um, the word, Mm -hmm. his revelation to us through this word demands a response of our lives. And so we take action. Um, We want our women to teach the word. You know, Titus 2 is very specific that we are to teach this word and we all teach in different capacities again you know stay in your lane yeah (laughs) it doesn't mean that you teach like that sister or that sister but all of us will be teaching in some way and so we want our women to really understand this book so that they feel confident and that they know that this book is sufficient to meet their needs Mm -hmm. and to help them so they can teach it and then lastly we want our women to be great gospel communicators so tell So let me go over those again. Treasure, Mm. take, teach, and tell. We want our women to tell of his glory and to live in a a culture um, winsomely Mm. and to be able to communicate in a way that is respectfully and real. And so that's basically, you know, why we're doing women's ministry. Sherry, that is such a beautiful way to put it on those four pillars. Also, I see within those four pillars a real desire to grow women in their purpose and to give them opportunities to spread their wings and to really feel that exhilaration, if you would, of finding their purpose. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think like even our, our (coughs) verse is like being transformed by the renewing of Mm -hmm. our mind. So it all like ties in together since like our podcast is the women's ministry podcast, but it all ties in together. Like we want to be sanctified. We want to grow. We want to hide God's word in our heart. Like it all just fits. Well, she is becoming, you know, I think of Ephesians 4, 1, 2, and it describes the purpose as well. And Ephesians 4, 1 says, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called. Mm-hmm. And that word that word worthy means suitable. I urge you to live a life suitable, but it also means as becometh or becoming. Oh, uh-huh. I didn't know that. So we're to live cool. a life becoming mm. of the calling to which we have been called. Wow. And so that's the vision of the podcast that you Bev and and Delaney, that you help our women see this high call of God on their lives, that you push us to ask, does my walk match the calling to to which I've been called? And and so Delaney, I I don't know if you've heard this term or not, but um, this kind of was a phrase that that we used when I was younger. My generation said, um, oh, that that outfit is not becoming of you. Have you ever thought of that? 
heard that um I, yes i have i've personally never used okay. it in that <laughs> it's not way. becoming of you well do you know what that means like it doesn't fit it doesn't fit it right it isn't right and it doesn't match it doesn't enhance it doesn't oh, enhance it, you know the fit has got to enhance both <laughs> absolutely it's i'm all about enhance. it i'm all about it well and you two are but i really struggle with style okay i typically well, have no stuff really cute <laughs> i know i know it's, a good it's adorable yeah and i still don't understand like my color palette or any of that but it's the, okay <laughs> but the point is just as there are certain okay colors like in your palette or styles of clothing that fit you or don't fit you um, that are suitable for you or not suitable for you there are certain behaviors that are not becoming to our calling and when we're living in those certain behaviors that aren't um, fitting to our calling, we, we can feel purposeless, you know? We, it, uh, yes, it undermines. <laughs> it undermines yeah. our confidence in our purpose. Yeah, we need, to, we need to know this word so that we know um, what it means to live suitable and becoming of, of our calling. And I just appreciate that you guys desire to do that. Aww, thank you thanks don't look at me like that you're I, gonna make me cry it's a big deal like you guys a lot of people talk about the podcast and um they're they're thankful that when they hear you guys that you're turning them and pointing them constantly to god's word mm-hmm. that's the goal that's we, our passion yeah well and that just goal. and that helps because the yeah. sister sometimes is getting on and she's at wit's ends and and I, Frank, quite frankly, I'm that sister too. Yeah, <laughs> you I feel know, you. I feel you. know you. what I mean. And yeah. I I need my. I don't need just more. Just blah blah blah. I need some women to turn my focus, actually away from myself. Yeah. You know, and to the Lord. Yeah, I love that. Switching gears a little bit in this conversation. Um, something I want to talk about is we we could do a whole episode on like the women the women's empowerment movement and this um, whole concept of feminism and you know just all of these movements that are happening and they are so intertwined with what culture says is the purpose of womanhood but can you go into a little bit um, about culture's purpose for women versus God's view and purpose for women well I would just say um, again going going back to the word when you talk about empowerment the Bible specifically talks about um, the Holy Spirit empowering us. So that's Acts 1-8. And that we are empowered through the Spirit to be His witnesses. We are empowered as women, not just because we're women. We're empowered by the Spirit as the female part of man. We Mm -hmm. are the female part of man, and we are empowered to be His witnesses. So think about that. You know, my empowerment doesn't come from how I identify myself. It doesn't come from what I think, my thoughts. My empowerment comes from the spirit mm-hmm. of God who resides within me. Right. And that's yeah. a big deal. It is. And so it's not this, I am woman, hear me roar. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. you know, it's not that. It's God has given the female part of man um, the, um, the beautiful part of his story, to tell the bride star part of his story. Mm-hmm. So we are communicating the bride part of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and he's empowered us to do that. So we are to be strong women, but we are women. And, and so if we take our cues from culture, if we're not careful, then we're going to get a convoluted message because every person has a different opinion. Mm-hmm. Every person has a different thought on what empowerment is, but we have to stay rooted in scripture. And so women like even an Abigail, 
um, from 1 Samuel 25 is really, really inspiring to me because she's a sensible, diplomatic, intelligent, humble, generous woman. And she does something in that narrative. I'll just give you a little, yeah, here you go. You go home and read it, you know, sneak preview, Mm -hmm. read it. Um, She does something remarkable in a particular narrative. And so she's really, you know, I look to her because ultimately what she, she does in scripture is she shows us Christ. Yeah. (laughs) So it's not about the power we have. It's about who, it's about like who's empowering us. It's not about the power you have. It's about who you're empowered by. And that's what like I'm taking from what you're saying. It's like, it's just not about you. And I feel like, um, in these kind of movements, things are just so on you. Be a boss, be a hustler. And it's like, no, 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 no. Christ says, God says, what is your purpose? What are you being called to? And so those are like key differences with like really who we are, what our purpose is, what our next steps are. So totally. thank you so for we are, that. So we arise um, as women with the essence of who we are. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah. Empowered God's way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because part of our purpose is female. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I realize that I need to bring into our marriage um, the aspect of my female perspective on mm-hmm. things which help us to make good decisions. Right. So mm-hmm. there is power. There is there is this whole idea of, you know, a woman can have a lo- oh, an, yeah. an incredible impact just like a man. Of course, yeah. But it's unique. A man's purpose and a wife's purpose can be, you know, they complement each mm-hmm. other yeah. and that's the idea rather than one being dominant or right. more powerful than right. the other. That's that's yeah. not going to work. That's right. not the way the Lord made us. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. I love that. Um, well, how would you, mom, challenge the sisters listening about living in the purpose that God has given them? What would be your kind of final challenge? Um, you know, I, I think that Ephesians, um, 2.10 answers that question for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And that word workmanship means something formed, like a design that was produced by a craftsman. And that and that Greek word for workmanship is poema. I'm sure you've heard that word I before. Have. And it means a work of art. Mm. And so Paul uses workmanship to really describe how God recreates us in Christ. So sister, that's what I'd said. You've you've been recreated. In Christ, with with creative ingenuity, God has made you new, and you have become His masterpiece. Mm, unique, oh, unique. That's what a poem is. So live out His design. He has a purpose for you. Again, you're new. You're you're His poem. You have this new identity. You've been restyled, mm, <laughs> so to speak. Right. <laughs> so like so that. so live out your life by giving Him the glory by serving him, by bearing the fruit and doing good works. Um, and remember that verse, even before you were, you were born, it says, God planned for you to have meaning in this world mm. and meaningful work to do. He indeed has a purpose for your life. So keep going, keep serving, share the gospel, don't quit, stay in the word, treasure him deeply, and remember Victories can be slow in coming, 
So wait on God and remain faithful. Mm, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. So a wonderful way to wrap that up. Yeah. Thank you so much, we, Sherry. We're so, so glad that you're here and that yeah. you this just worked so perfectly. Yeah. And that was just such God's timing for you to be here. We've wanted to have you on for a long time, podcast boss slash mom. <laughs> um, and yeah, we just love you so much. And we're so grateful for your leadership and your purpose for the women's ministry. Well, I'm so proud of you. I love you, Delaney. I love you too, Mom. Bev, thank you so much. I love, I love you, you too, Bev. Thank oh, you. I is, was feeling a little left this out. This is getting really <laughs> was coming to you. Yeah, that was getting, coming. We're getting really emotional right now. We, we need are. to dial it back. This is special. This is, is a gift really from special. the Lord to yeah. be able to have these to kind of relationships. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's true. Absolutely. Such a privilege. It's true. Well, Bev, will you pray for us? I would love to. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this discussion that you've allowed us to have on purpose. Father, where we are floundering, where we don't understand our true purpose, would you bring clarity? Would you bring passion and direction for that purpose? Help us, Father, not to look around us, but to look to you for that purpose. And I pray, Father, that we would live in a way that is true to that purpose. So, Lord, we give you this whole thought of purpose and help us now to get that clearly in our mind what our purpose is and to live passionately in that purpose. Thank you, Lord, for Sherry and all that she contributes to all of us women here at Grace Church. Continue to equip her in every way. And we pray this in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Well, it was great to be with you, sisters. Join us in two Mondays on She is Becoming.